Good evening and welcome to Man in the Mirror. I'm your host, Hezekiah Montgomery, along with our co-host, Michelle Johnson, who's going to be a little behind because it's a school year and our little one is just being busy right now. So she's on her way back, but she will be here soon. Tonight's show is about an even noun God. What is that all about? Well, I'm glad you asked. Join join in our discussion this evening, and let's all learn together. If you want to chime in and give your uh, give any information, you can do so by pressing the number one. If you have any questions or any comments, you can do so by pressing the number one on your phone. And as always, I will begin tonight's session with prayer. Dear Gracious Heavenly Father, we just bow down as humble servants, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for our lying down, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for our rising. Thank you, Lord, for traveling mercies over the busy highways and byways. Lord, thank you, Lord, for mercy, Lord. We just thank you, Lord, for everything you've done in our lives, Lord, and are going to do, Lord. We do ask you blessed upon those who survive in um, Las Vegas, Lord. Continue to bless those families, Lord. We're going to do a special show, Lord, just, uh, you know, Send some praise, prayers and praises up to those, Lord. Something's going on in our world right now, Lord. Satan, you are lying. The truth is not in you, Lord. Just pray for those families who lost loved ones, Lord. Pray for those families whose loved ones are sick and injured, Lord. Just continue to bless them in a mighty way, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for everything you've done, even in the midst of that turmoil, Lord. Continue to bless those who have been helping, the first responders, Lord. Continue to bless our government as they're trying to help out as well, Lord. Continue, Lord, just to do what you do, Lord, you know, so that, so our country will turn back to you, Lord. So our country will turn back to you, Lord. You're just sending, letting things happen, Lord. This is your permissive will, Lord. You're letting these things happen so we can turn back to you, Lord. We just thank you, Lord, for a man and a man, Lord. Continue to bless his ministry in a mighty way, Lord. We ask your blessings upon Masterpiece Community Connection Ministry, Lord. Bless the pastor there in a mighty way, Lord. As she's on, as she is on the wall right now, as she's on the wall right now, as she's praying, Lord, as she's willing, as she's sending up glorious hosannas unto you, Lord. Bless those who are going through right now, Lord. We ask you to bless our friend, um, David Jackson, Lord, as his daughter is missing right now, Lord, but, Lord, we just turn to you, Lord. We know you will continue to make the way out of no way, Lord. Continue to be, Satan, you are a liar, and the truth is not in you, Lord. We just ask you just to bring shade back to Masterpiece Community Connections Ministry, Lord. We thank you, Lord, because we are all parents, Lord. We are God-parents, Lord. We are all one in Lord, one in Christ, Lord. They are all our children, Lord. Continue to bless them in a mighty way, Lord. Just continue to bless David, Lord. Help him, Lord, whatever he's going through right, Lord. Help him just get his mind together, Lord, because it's not easy, but we know that, Lord. And, Lord, with this show, even, we even know whatever's going to happen, Lord, we know that you are in control. And we will never fail to give you all glory, honor, and praise. In Christ Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. And information about tonight's episode. <clears throat> While studying the story of Lazarus and John 11 yesterday, God spoke to me. We've, we've all heard the story, but there's a part that basically winked at me. In John 11:22, it's the part 
where Jesus is comforting the sisters of Lazarus. In verse 22, Martha said, but I know that even now God will give you whatever you ask. Wow. That statement was bold and true. And I'll say that again. That statement was bold and true. You see, Jesus showed up after Lazarus had died and was already in the grave. But hold on. Martha said that even if he is dead, you are the son of God, and you know that whatever you ask for the Father, he will give you whatever you ask. And that is a bold and true statement. That is definitely a bold and true statement. So with that said, you know, with this, you know, the Lord was talking to me because I'm actually going to re-read that, you know, first 22, 30 verses so we can actually see what was actually going on. Because many times in our lives, we're calling on Jesus. We're calling on God. But, we, you know, sometimes it doesn't even think he's listening or that he hears us. And basically, he does hear us. He hears everything we're, we're doing. But, but the funny thing is, we just have to, we just have to be patient, have faith, and wait. You just have to be patient, have faith, and wait. And welcome on to the show, Michelle. Hey, thank you. I didn't think you were going to put me on, but okay. <laughs> I'll put you back on mute. I know you're, you know, I already told the listening audience you're in, um, you're in transition as in, you know, driving around, but. I just wanted to welcome you back to the show. We're talking about an even now God. So I'll put you on mute as I continue on with the show. Okay. Now, in John 11, it's titled The Death of Lazarus. Now, a man named Lazarus was sick. He was from Bethany, the village of Mary, and his sister Martha. This Mary, whose brother Lazarus now lay sick, was the same one who poured perfume on the Lord and wiped his feet with her hair. So the sisters sent word to Jesus, Lord, the one you love is sick. When he heard this, Jesus said, this sickness will not end in death. No, it is for God's glory so that God's son may be glorified through it. Now Jesus loved Martha and her sister and Lazarus. So he, so when he heard that Lazarus was sick, sick, he stayed where he was two more days. And then he said to his disciples, let us go back to Judea. But Rabbi, they said, a short while ago, the Jews there tried to stone you, and yet you're going back? Jesus answered, are there not 12 hours of daylight? Anyone who walks in daytime will not stumble, for they see See this world's light, by this world's light. It is when a person walks at night that they stumble, for they have no light. After he had said this, he went on to tell them, I think Lazarus has fallen asleep, but I'm going there to wake him up. The disciples replied, Lord, if he sleeps, he will get better. 
Jesus had been speaking of his death, but his disciples thought he meant natural sleep. So then he told them plainly, Lazarus is dead. And for your sake, I'm glad I was not there. So you may believe, but let us go to him. And Thomas, also known as Didymus, said to the rest of the disciples, let us also go that we may die with him. On his arrival, Jesus found that Lazarus had already been in the tomb for four days. Now, Bethany was less than two miles from Jerusalem, and many Jews had come to Martha and Mary to comfort them in their loss of their brother. When Martha heard that Jesus was coming, she went out to meet him, but Mary stayed at home. Lord, Martha said to Jesus, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. And this is the statement, verse 22. But I know that even now God will give you whatever you ask. Jesus said to her, your brother will rise again. Martha answered, I know he will rise again in the resurrection of this last day. Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. No man, no one who believes in me will live. The one who believes in me will live even though they die. And whoever lives by believing in me will never die. Do you believe this? Yes, Lord, she replied. I believe that you are the Messiah, the Son of God, who is to come into the world. After she said this, she went back to call her sister Mary aside. The teacher is here, she said, and is asking for you. When Mary heard this, she got up quickly and went to him. Now, Jesus had not yet entered the village, but was still at the place where Martha had met him. When the Jews who had been with Mary in the house comforting her noticed how quickly she got up and went out, they followed her, supposing she was going to the tomb to mourn, mourn there. When Mary reached the place where Jesus was and saw him, she fell at his feet and said, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. When Jesus saw her weeping and the, and the Jews who had come along with her also weeping, she was deeply moved. He was deeply moved in spirit and trouble. Where have you laid him? He asked. Come and see, Lord, they replied. Jesus wept. And the Jews said, See how he loved him? But some of them said, Could not he who opened the eyes of the blind man have kept this man from dying? Jesus once more deeply moved, came to the tomb. It was a cave with a stone laid across the entrance. Take away the stone, he said. But, but Lord, said Martha, the sister of the dead man, by this time there's a bad odor, for he has been there four days. Then Jesus said, did I not tell you that if you believe, you will see the glory of God? So they took away the stone, and Jesus looked up and said, Father, I thank you, for you have heard me. I knew that you always hear me, but I said this for the benefit of the people standing here, that they may believe that you sent me. When he said this, Jesus called in a loud voice, Lazarus, come out. The dead man came out, his hands and his feet wrapped with strips of linen and a cloth around his face. Jesus said to them, take off the grave clothes and let him go. Now, as we think about this, and that was basically from 1 to 43, 43 verses, 
But when we really think about this, we see that there's a lot of belief, there's a lot of faith, and there, you know, there's a lot of people, you know, not even understanding what Jesus was really talking about. Because Martha, in verse 22, which we're going to key in, you know, she was the one that came and said, well, he's dead. You know, if you have been here, starting at verse 21, if you have been here, my brother would not have died. Then she transitioned, and we don't even think about that. She transitioned. She said, but I know that even now God will will give you whatever you ask. And that takes a lot for a person to say because, look, if we, can, we read it, and I read it for a reason, that if he was dead for four days, you know, they even said, okay, if you take it up, if you open up the grave, he's going to be stinking. And a lot of people don't like stink, but he's going to be stinking after four days. If you know anything, anybody who worked in a, you know, mortuary or worked around dead people, after several days or been around dead people or dead animals, whatever, after a long time, they start to decompose and they start to stink. So his sister, well, he's been dead four days, but he's been dead. But even now. So that that takes a lot of belief. That takes a lot of faith. That takes a lot of understanding of knowing who he was because she was around him before and she seen the miracle and she knew he rose from the dead. So we got to remember that, okay, she said even now, and that takes a lot of understanding because, you know, if that was us, we were like, okay, you know, he's dead. There's nothing you can do. You know, it's not, what would you think? You know, I want us to think about if someone, if we know something happened, somebody we love, people dying around us every day, but she said, even now, God will give whatever you ask. So she knew in her heart that he had the relationship with the Father, that whatever he asked of the Father, the Father would give to him. So that means that I'm upset, I'm down, but I know, Lord, if I ask, if I come to you with it, I know you'll be. I don't, you know, in my heart of hearts, people may not, people may think I'm crazy because, you know, the Jews were following. If you pay attention, they were, you know, when she, when the sister rushed up, when Mary rushed up, Martha, Martha met him. But when Mary heard he was there, she jumped up. And, and the Jews, they jumped up with her because they wanted to know what was going on. Because they like, you know, if he if he was the man who could do this, why didn't he do it? But God had a plan. You got to realize that God had a plan. You know, Jesus waited two more days when he heard, okay, Lazarus died, okay. Now, they thought he was going to come right away, but he waited. And I'm even going to back up because this is the funny part to me. It says, and Thomas, also known as Dismas, said to the, rest of the, to the rest of the disciples, let us also go that we may die with them. And they're like, okay, someone else is dying. It says, so then, and we back up verse 14, so then he told them, Lazarus was dead, 
and you, and for your sake, I am glad that I was not there so that you may believe, but let us go to him. Because they said, if you go there, they, you know, they didn't like you there anyway. They may kill you. But Jesus knew it wasn't his time. So Thomas or Didymus said, well, let, 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 the rest of this, let us go that we may die with him. So they were already ready to die, you know, die with Jesus. But this is not what we're talking about. So there's a lot of things going on, a lot of things going on in their head that they didn't understand. They didn't truly, at that moment, understand who Jesus was. They were with him, but they didn't know him. And But Martha did, because she made a bold, a bold statement that even now, in this situation, even now, when things are going on in your life, that even now, when you don't understand, even now, when you're perplexed, when you're, you know, when you're going through, when you don't know, when you don't know what's going on by tomorrow, that even now, God will give you whatever. And whatever takes a lot, you know, if, if, if we look up the word whatever, and let's see what the dictionary says, whatever is a, oh, come on, whatever, anything or everything that takes whatever you want, that means no matter what, anything and everything. So that means whatever, anything that you ask of God, it will be done. So she had to have, she had to know something deep, 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 deep down inside her for her to really understand what was going on. That to say, to make that statement, I think that is like the boldest statement in all of 43 verses, besides when Jesus wept. Everyone knows that because Jesus had compassion. Jesus loved Lazarus. So even though he was following, he was going through the process, he could have left. He could have just spoke the words, Lazarus, you know, be healed right where he was. But there was a process that he was going through, and he had to say, you know, he had to wait two more days, do whatever he was doing, and then say, well, let's go. And they say, well, you know, they were, they were ready to kill you last time, but you're going back. He said, that's all right, I'm going. And then, you know, Thomas, or the one they called Didymus, was saying, all right, you know, let's all go. Unless we have to die with him. But that wasn't what Jesus was saying. He was saying that he had to show that the glory of God be done. And I read that verse again. It says, Lazarus is dead in verse 14 and 15. And for your sake, I'm glad I I um, was not there so that you may believe, but let's go to him. So in other words, he, he wanted them not to be there so they can believe. He didn't want to be there at the time because he wanted time to pass so people would actually see the glory of God. So he wanted that time to truly pass. You know, so, you know, if he was, if she said he, he was there two days, so he died two days before. So he went two days later. So two plus two is four. So he was already in the grave four days. But again, Martha said, you know, even now, whatever you ask of the Father, 
or whatever you even now, God will give you whatever you ask. So she was basically putting her whole trust in Jesus knowing, knowing him and have seen his miracles and have heard of all his miracles. So whatever, even now, I don't care, whatever it is, God will give you whatever you ask. And we have to be like that sometimes. We have to have that even now understanding about God. Even now in the midst, this man was dead four days. And she said, even now, God will give you whatever you ask. And so she, I mean, she loves it. We all love our brothers and sisters. So when they do pass, if we pass before them or if they pass before us, we have to have that understanding that, you know what? Even now, God will take care of it. Regardless of what's going on, even now, God will give us that understanding. You know, God, you know, Jesus did this because so God can be glorified. He didn't want to go and say, hey, all right, Lazarus, he could have said in one word, Lazarus be healed, because we've seen him do that before. What the centurion said, you know, I'm not worthy of you. If you just say a word, a servant will be healed, and Jesus took care of it. Jesus could have did the same thing with Lazarus. He was two days away. He could have said, hey, Lazarus be healed, and Lazarus would have been healed. But he didn't. And he said, well, you know, he heard, but he waited two days, and he went. By then, four days had passed, and Lazarus was in a grave. And when, again, we back up because that's what we're talking about. And even now, God, and in verse 22, but I know that even now, God will give you whatever you ask. So Jesus is the mediator between us and God. So we know that God will give him whatever he asks. So when we ask God of anything, when we're going through, when situations are arising in our life, when we don't understand that we should even know that, guess what? Even now, God will give us whatever we ask. You're listening live with Man in the Mirror with your host, Hezekiah Montgomery, and co-host, Michelle Johnson, and we're discussing, and even now, God, you can call in at 917-889-2271 or log into blogtalkradio.com forward slash man dash in dash the mirror. You know, this is a beautiful discussion. It will be on demand. It will be on demand like 30 minutes after we're finished. And we'll be able to, you know, you'll be able to listen to it, pass it around, show others. Because, you know, right now, I want, I'm want i going to pass this out as many times as I can tonight because we have to realize whatever's going on in our country right now, whatever's going on in your home, whatever's going on in your city, whatever's going on, in, you know, with our kids and things that are happening, whatever is going on, we have to realize that we have an even now God, because regardless of what's going on in our life, we know God, God, God got it. He may take, it may take him a minute, but, you know, our time is not his time. He knows what he's doing. And um, in this story, what we're doing, Jesus was actually going through a process. You know, he said, okay, you know, the game, the message, the one you love, you know, Lazarus was sick. And then, you know, that was two days before. 
then two days later, Lazarus, you know, passed. So, but Jesus knew what he was doing. We just don't always know what's going on in the background. God knows, you know, we're anxious. You know, we get anxious and we want to know, hey, hey, what you doing? Like our kids, we tell our kids we're about to do something. They come back, hey, what you doing? Is it done yet? Or many of us have gone on um, long trips with our children. They say, are we there yet? 20 minutes later, are we there yet? 10 minutes later, are we there yet? You know, this is how we are with God. Many times we have to realize that regardless of what it looks like, regardless of what it smells like, because if he's been dead four days, we know he's been in there for a minute. Decompose. But the grave clothes was on him. Jesus yelled out, Lazarus, come forth. Now, I've heard that if he would have just said, there's other people that were in those graves around, and if he would have just said, come forth, more more people would have come out. So he had to call him by name to make sure that Lazarus was the one that came out of that grave because, you know, he didn't want anybody just coming out. He wanted the one he was looking for, and he wanted Lazarus to come forth. That's the way our God is. You know, when he talks to us, he calls us by name. You know, when he, he knows us by name. So when he called Lazarus out, he said, Lazarus, come forth. Lazarus came out. And Lazarus came out. We're winding down to, uh, we have a few more minutes, and then we're going to go on. Um, if you're listening, you can call in at 917 Log in at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash man dash in a mirror. And we are having a discussion about our and even now God. Because, you know, we have to know that, you know, regardless of what we're going through, we can be like Martha and know that even now God will give you, talking about our God, God will give him whatever he asks. Because we know that God will do that. God does that. Because like I said before, he is our mediator. Because the word said, for God to love the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. You know, So, and then it says, God sent out his son into the world to condemn the world, that the world through him might be saved. And then if you all know, the verse is, I am the way of truth and the life. No man comes unto unto the Father except through me. So we can't get to God except unless we go through Christ. So the best bet for us to do is, you know, go through Christ. That when we're going through, that we know he, he's got us. He's got us. That's basically what she, she was saying. I know you got us. I don't know. I really don't know, but I know you got us. Now, it sounds rhetorical. She said, I, you know, even now in this situation, that whatever you ask of God, and I'm going to keep saying that, she's like, even now, I don't know what's going on, but even now in the midst of it, I, I don't understand. Bills are, bills are due, even now. You know, kids going crazy, even now. You know, people on the job getting on your nerves, even now. That whatever God asks, whatever Jesus asks, he knows that. You know, God is going to do whatever you ask him to do. 
All right, we're at a halfway mark. A note from our supporters. Music Instructions for All Learners Incorporated, where music knows no age. If you're interested in music instruction, such as the piano or instrumental lessons, please contact us at 443-574-5491 to set up an appointment to talk to our instructors. Another sponsor is the Kirby Boss Project. Kirby Boss Project was created to empower, inspire, and motivate and change the lives of full-figured women, Kirby Chicks and Boss Chicks, too, not to mention beautiful, intelligent, and talented. Please check them out on Facebook at Kirby Boss Project. We are now going to take a break, and we will be back shortly with an even now.
stand up in the word. And the word blessing means divine favor. Now y'all know what that means, don't you? Look out. That means that when man say no, God said what? Come on now. That means when Satan trying to make you think that that door is closed, God said what it is? Come on now. That means <laughs> when it looks like you ain't got no food on your table and you know you you just feel it's hard to be paid and you know it don't seem like you're able to make ends meet. But, but what does that mean? That means God, he may not come when you want him, but he's what? of 
of just really horrible crimes. The the sex trafficking has ramped up. The the um, kidnapping of children has ramped up. The you know murder rate is up. You know it's just everything is just going on. Families are you know being broken apart. You know they you know people are lost. They are upset. They are scared. Um, and we just have a lot of things that are, that are going on now. And so when you're saying an even now God, that is really making it apparent to me that in this day and age, in this time right now, that the people of God need to really activate their faith and that they really need to... You know, we're going to have the word of God tells us that, you know, people are going to get to the point where they they may have to give their life for God. And I don't think, you know, that's like people like to look at ideas and things that we read in the Bible sometimes like they're pie in the sky. But it's going to get to a real <laughs> point that, you know, we're going to have to take a stand for Christ. And we're going to have to, you know, activate our faith and, and be in a way that people may just not agree with. The world in general may not agree with, and they may come up against us. But that is, you know, our lot as children of God, as joint heirs of Christ. Look what he did. And we were you were talking about, you know, him and, and being in the tomb and, how he, you know, was born, you know, well, not born again, but how he rose. So we have to have that kind of faith. We have to have that kind of action behind our faith the same as Christ did. And we have to be able to show the world the miracles of God through our lives and what we're saying, what we're experiencing. And, you know, what God is doing, because God does some supernatural stuff for us at times. And we sometimes sit on our testimonies. We don't tell people. We don't proclaim God. You know, someone was just saying in um, service a couple of weeks ago, and they were talking about how it is it is just really time that we need to be proclaiming. That was our, our uh, job that we were given to to proclaim God in this nation. And instead, it's like we've been made inactive. We've been made weak in our faith and in how we activate our faith in this world. So I really think that, you know, that is something that we we need to consider that we we need to have a fanatical kind of faith in God, and we need to act that out. We need to really show God, show the God in us to this world. Amen. Amen. And, and you're right, because, again, there's so much turmoil. You know, so, so many things going on in the world right now, so many things going on in Baltimore City, you know, so many deaths, mm-hmm. you know, it, 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 it's getting crazy right now because Satan and people don't realize, 
and I you know, and I say this all the time. Years ago, and I'm going to do a study and a research on this. Decided, hey, somebody said she didn't want prayer in school, so we took prayer out of school. So then our children weren't covered. There was no covering over them because mm-hmm. once you decide to take prayer out of school, it's like that vampire. Once you decide, once you invite that vampire in, vampire can't come in unless they say hotels that you invite him in. Once you invite him in, that's it. So once you decide to take prayer out of school, what you did was allow Satan to come in, and he's doing whatever he wants to do, and to our children in the school. Now in the country, he wants to take, you know, take the name of God off of, and God we trust off of the money. So now you're taking God about out of everything. You know, you're more worried about, you know, allegiance to a flag or allegiance to an anthem than you're more than being worried about what's going on in our nation about taking God out of everything. God is not pleased. You know, you know, we got to realize, you know, for every action, so Isaac Newton, for every action, there's an opposite and equal reaction. God is not pleased. And, you know, things are happening because, you know, actions of the people, actions that we're doing. And he, you know, um, he, he, his permissive will, which I said earlier, he, and you mentioned it, all these things are happening. He's, Allowing them, that's the permissive will of God He's allowing them to happen Once he allows it to happen He's giving you a chance Hey, let's wake up, get it together You know, I'm I'm calling up to you I'm sending these things to you Wake up, come on You know, he's giving us a chance You know, like I I can't know You know, when they're wrong And we give them a chance Maybe she'll get it together Maybe he'll get it together and we give them chance by chance. It looks like they're not they're not listening. They're not paying attention to self. It's like we we give them chance by chance, but that's how we are in God's sight. You know, He's sending out signs to us. He's sending out ways to give to get get it for us to get out of what we're going through, but we don't listen. And just like you know what we're talking about tonight, even now and even now, God, God knows. He just want us to know that, <clears throat> like you know, Martha told Jesus, even now, God will give him. God will do whatever you ask uh, for my brother, you know. And if it's in His will for him to live, he lives, and he'll, you know, he'll come to life. If it's not, and I think in her heart, she was ready. <clears throat> excuse me, she was ready to accept whatever. Was going to happen Is it easy to accept whatever No But she was ready To accept whatever That was about to happen Michelle And I, I enjoy those points That you actually gave Because you know We got to look at What's going on around us As you said You know We You know Devil is busy He knows his days is numbered So he is doing He's messing with our children He's messing, messing with the, you know, the people that take care of our children. He's messing, messing with the churches. He's messing with the government. He, you know, he he is orchestrating all of this because we are mm-hmm. we have allowed him to orchestrate it. We have given him power to, you know, once you decide, let's take God out of the country. Our country, our country was founded on Christian principles, but let's just, you know, let's just take God out of the country, okay? So you're 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 you 
you lost your covering. Once you decide to do that, you've lost your covering. And now you're allowing anything and everything to happen that is going to happen. So, you know, great point that you, you know, gave out. You're listening live with Man in the Mirror, which is Hezekiah Montgomery and co-host Michelle Johnson. And we're talking about an even now God. You can call in at 917-889-2271 or log in at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash man dash in dash the mirror. And I'm going to take a minute because we got another minute of some special things. We have a supporter. Uh, we have another um, support information, Fields of Faith in Baltimore City. This will be happening on October 11, 2017 at 7 p.m. Dunbar Stadium, 1201 East Madison Street, Baltimore, Maryland, 21202. For more information or volunteer, please contact Mr. Crawford. Miss Fennerin or Coach Tyresha Clark, all are welcome to this student-led community. All are welcome to this student-led community event, and this is um, held by FSA, FCA Fellowship of Christian Athletes. FCA. Yeah. Okay. And that's that's that actually kind of goes um, in line with the point that, you know, we were both kind of making, which, you know, that th- these are our young people. This is a student, this is a student-led event. And so these are our young people who are, they're carrying this out. It's not the adults. They're, they're going to be leading this, and they're going to be uh, basically encouraging and praying at this event. So even our youth, are trying to come together to to uh, do their part as far as God is concerned. They're going to come together and open it up, a whole stadium where people can come, especially the young people, and get prayer and encouragement for this, this evening. This is a, um, at 7 p.m. Yeah, so it's, it's um, next next Wednesday evening, Wednesday coming. Wednesday evening, and I think this is awesome. I think this is really awesome because it's our young people that are that are doing it, and we know that you know the young people have the energy, the young people have the enthusiasm. Us that are a little older, we love God and we're we're trying to do things for Him as well, but. We got the aches in our body. We can't move as fast. We don't have all these bright ideas that our young people have sometimes. And so the young people, you know, can infuse us with ideas and, and you know, get us more excited about some things that especially if they want to get involved and they want to do it. So, you know, the adults behind them, the FCA, the Baltimore chapter behind them made it happen because the the uh, youth wanted to do this. So I think that's really awesome. And I think that that's definitely, you know, indicative of what us as as uh, children of God, you know, we may be older Amen. in years, but we're still children of God. 
what we what we should be doing as well. We need to get people involved, get community involved. You know, recently they had the Baltimore ceasefire, and I believe we made it thirty uh, some hours with no one getting killed. It was a little over a day. It was for a weekend. It was from, I think, a Friday to Sunday. So I think it was supposed to be 72 hours in total. But we made it about halfway through before someone was was killed in Baltimore. And I think that that's, you know, things like that. These are community grassroots activists, people who are out there in the community doing things. This is where... This is where we need to be. You know, it's not going to do this world and other people in this world any good if all of us are holed up in our safe churches with the doors closed. And, you know, some of them, Lord, you know, forbid, don't even like for those who are not like them to walk through the door, which is insane. That is insane. Because that's what the church is for. It's for us to gather in fellowship, but it's also for people to come and get Christ. They're to come in. And the church doesn't necessarily have to be the building. The church is us. So we already know us as people of God are supposed to be. I'm sorry. It's like I'm getting off on a, on a um, soapbox here, but that's that's just what I really think that is lacking a lot right now is the, the activation okay. of our faith in this world. We need to be doing more and talking less. We always talking Amen. and talking about what's going wrong and what people are doing wrong and the sin that they're committing and we don't like the gay people and we don't like Trump and we don't like this and we don't like that. I mean, they were having a whole debate over Erica Campbell saying that she voted for Trump. And I'm like, who cares? Who cares? We are, as Christians, need to activate our faith, and we need to start doing works in this world and showing people the love of Christ. Amen, amen, amen. All right, and with that said, I will be amiss. Next week, we'll, we, we will be having a special show because, if I'm correct, and she will always correct me, October 17th will be three years of Man in the Mirror being on air. Amen. Three years. So next week's show is going to be early because the 17th is on a Tuesday, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, 17th on a Tuesday. Uh, next week on the 13th, Friday the 13th, instead of being a mischievous day, we're actually going to celebrate three years of Man and the Mirror being on air. So I'm definitely going to work on a good show for that because we 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 have to celebrate because three years, you know, God, I always say three is God's perfect number because he does things in three. And he, uh, he does things in seven, he does things in eight, but three years continuing. You know, a lot of people, when they start something, and, and Michelle knows I'm one of those, that's my pet peeve. If you start something, finish it. You know, if you start something, finish it. I don't care how long it takes, 
or finishes. And when we start something, a lot of people start and don't want to finish, good, bad, or indifferent. But man and mirror start off being a vision, you know, start off from a, you know, byproduct of uh, my first novel, and I'm working on my second one, Rediscovering Kai. So it, the book came from the show as a byproduct, and it's branding as its own, you know, entity, entity right now. So I just thank the Lord for that. It's become a ministry, and we've had several people on the show. I mean, mm-hmm. we're, just doing, we're just doing wonderful and marvelous things. I'm just thanking God for that. But, yes, next week on the 13th, join us. We will definitely be putting out information ASAP. That had to be three years over about 150 episodes so far and counting. Amen. You know, we've had 100 episodes. We're now we're doing three years, and about that'll be our, about 150th episode. But that's okay because it's a continuation. It's an ongoing thing. You know, real people, real story, real all. Uh, real story, real real people, real stories, real overcomers. Because we're all overcoming something, good, bad, or indifferent. You know, people now have to overcome what happened last week. And I mentioned that earlier, as you did. You know, we have to overcome. You know, it's easy to give up, but you know, we are overcomers. You know, we don't we don't die. We don't you know have a defeatist attitude. We overcome. You know, people. You know, we have friends that are dying, you know, family members that are dying, family members that are going through. But we are overcomers. Uh, and we have in the last five minutes of the show. Uh, let me just check. Any um, words of wisdom or any more comments, Michelle? I just uh, charge everyone to activate your faith and do something in your community, in your in your area where you are, whether it's your job, whether it's at your school, whether it's in your home, whether it's, you know, with your family, but do something that shows people God, shows people God and brings them glory. Do something that does that. And also, I, I actually want to um, solicit your prayers as well. Um, I'll be attending of um, the funeral of a very close friend within a few days, and uh, I guess it really hit me hard, and uh, I'm really upset about it. But um, you know, even in that, it comforts us to know that God is in control. Everything happens in its time and its place. And although we may not be ready, things are going to be going as they need to go. And then things, you know, things happen to us suddenly. But we just have to know that God is always still in control no matter what's going on. And that we can survive whatever. We can come through it. We'll, we'll get back to a place. You know that we need to be, and we need to know that God always can give us that peace, and always can give us that comfort all the time, all the time. Amen. We can, we can Amen. always. Amen. Amen. I was gonna say, what you over there doing, crunching and snapping stuff? <laughs> I 
don't know what's going on. It was a lot of noise in the background. But, um, yeah, so, you know, God can give you peace for people who have lost their loved ones to violence and things going on, even um, like the people in Las Vegas, the family who, who have lost people. One young lady was from Maryland, and she actually lost her eye um, in what happened. You know, God is still in control. We can still have peace. We can still be comforted, and we can still make it through. We just have to lean on God in those times that we really, really need to. Um, And that's it. Amen, amen, and amen. You know, know, we just got to remember, we have to remember what Martha said, you know, you know, she said it, you know, and even now, whatever you ask of the Father, he will give you whatever you ask. And that's what tonight's show is all about. You know, you know, even Michelle mentioned, you know, what's going on. I mentioned what's going on. Um, keep her in prayer. Keep, you know, keep us in prayer. Keep us in prayer as we continue man in the mirror, because that mirror is what we look at. The mirror is the word of God. We have to continue in the word of God because that keeps us focused. You know, we have a lot of distractions in our life right now, but if we continue to look in the word, you know, those distractions distractions will surely die away. I'd like to thank all of you who have been listening and on our discussion and about about and even now, God, thank you guys so much for your support. You know, it's been a good discussion, great discussion. I just thank, you know, thank every, again, thank you for listening. Continue to keep us in prayer. Keep man and mayor in prayer. Pray for the families of those in Las Vegas. Pray for our community and Baltimore and surrounding areas. Pray for our government. You know, because the Bible tells us, you know, we have to pray for those who are in charge. We may not like it, but we have to continue to pray for them. Um, And again, this is Hezekiah L. Montgomery signing off. And as always, we'll see you at the mirror.